0: Oh, there we go. I was like, we're we're, we're recording now. <laughs> uh, anyways, hey, Grizz Nation, we are back. This is Fight on a Montana podcast. Uh, we are doing a season-ending uh, recording here. Uh, not like how we like wanted to end, but uh, we are going to recap the championship game, the season-ending loss, and then go into some details that have just been blowing up our phones and, and, and Twitter and everything like that. Uh, and yeah, just kind of go over the, the season. We'll, kind of, we'll go over the season a little bit more farther down, and we'll kind of break things apart. And uh, Luke and I have some things we want to do, and and, and things that we want to uh, do with the pod in the off season. So, uh, great things. But man, I know how I felt, and I wasn't there, Luke. Yeah. So leading up to this game, it was I, I couldn't, I did not get much work done. Uh, Luke, you actually went That's for right. the weekend so give us a lowdown how was it you're back you have a yeah.
1: voice so yeah well it is it's finally back all the way like i've been uh the day after i barely had a voice and then uh earlier this morning too was still kind of struggling but it's it's pretty much all back now but uh yeah i uh headed down early saturday morning flew down there um we're staying at the uh hilton lincoln center where they had all the charter flights and everybody did the big the packages and stuff and it was so cool pulling up there just maroon everywhere uh i got in the hotel and it was just i mean just grist fans that was just packed in there like getting ready to go on different tours and stuff throughout the day right when i walked in ran into a former teammate of mine dylan mcfarland we talked for a while um walked a little farther i'm sitting there checking in and all of a sudden grabbed from behind there's john skinner and we haven't seen john in a while so i talked to him a bunch and just kept running into all sorts of people you knew and it's just the uh the energy was just awesome like people are just excited and stuff they actually had um a grizz shop set up like it was like the bookstore set up there selling all sorts of different grizz swag and hats and um championship game shirts and just you name it i mean if you wanted it and then the cool thing was is like they'd ship it for free back to your house if you wanted so it was uh quite the setup and stuff they did the way that i mean the alumni association got this all set up just awesome like I mean, you know, just everything was so easy they had a desk right there to answer any questions you have and they're giving you oh well, here you go grizz beads and stuff oh, you go. can wear and then you had like a little uh, we used our, they give us all uh, luggage tags, but that basically was your pass for the weekend to get on okay. like the different buses and things like that. So, a lot of people, they also had set up different tours that day. Um, so, a lot of people went to like the uh, sixth floor museum, that's where Kennedy got assassinated and stuff. And then there's yep. uh, other people went to Jerry's World or ATT Stadium, did tours there. And they had all that set up for the during the day. Um, there a lot of people just, did their own thing. Um, for instance, I met my brother and my dad, they showed up a few hours later, uh, after spending too much money at the Grizz shop, we had not went to, uh, found a the local the closest barbecue joint we could find drove there. Uh, it was called Oak's barbecue. And if anybody, if, you know, when we go back to Frisco again, I highly recommend it. Um, but we're in there and there's all sorts of other Grizz fans in there. We're all eating barbecue and stuff. So that's awesome. Um,
0: we what, you, what did you have
1: for barbecue? That's the So the I, I had uh I had the brisket, which was awesome. Mm. And they had this really good potato salad, and I had some uh baked beans and stuff too. It was just awesome. And then my brother got this thing called the governor, and okay. I should have got that. It was like this sandwich with brisket, bacon, something mm. else, and this like specially made uh, orange sauce they put on it. That yeah, he uh he had troubles putting the whole thing away. It was so big. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just awesome barbecue. Like everybody we talked to said how good that place was when we were leaving. So um we saw tons of Grizz fans. so at first we were thinking, you know, geez, we don't see a lot of Jax fans anywhere we went. Um, and in fact, on my plane down, as everybody knows, I live in South Dakota. There was only like five Jax fans, and there was four Grizz fans on my plane.
0: I was oh, wow. surprised.
1: And then everybody else that was on there was talking about going to like cruises and stuff like that. Well, as you all saw at the game, there was a ton of Jax fans down there. I think they all just went a lot earlier than we did because they've been there before. Now that I've yeah. been to Briscoe, it's like, oh, I get it and stuff. I would definitely go like on a Friday or a Thursday and take in more. Hey, stuff. I
0: thought you did go on a Friday.
1: You didn't. No, do... I went down. I flew out at 5 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, okay. I had, I had to work. I had to work that week, so I couldn't get out of work on Friday. So I flew out early, early, early Saturday morning. So okay. Um, but, yeah, so then after doing all that stuff and hanging out, then um, they had buses that came there to take us all to GrizzFest, which was held at a, uh, like, a AAA baseball field. Yeah, that was, I and saw then, pictures.
0: It was really cool. Oh, my
1: gosh. It was so cool. So you get into the stadium, and they've got this giant Montana Grizzly sign set out on the uh, center field. They've got the big jumbotron that shows, like, GrizzFest, and they've got just every score like thing that they can put Grizz on they have in there. They had, I mean, as far as food and beverages, they had beer stands everywhere, food everywhere. So um that was really cool. Oh, so the night before I heard about this, some guys were telling me in the hotel, they drank him out of beer and had to shut the bar down at 1130 in the hotel because they were out. Like, all they had to left <laughs> was any beers. And then they ran out of those. So, oh, my god! hotel wasn't exactly prepared. So the next day we saw them, and we're all headed to the Fest and they're just bringing like pallets of beer. And it was like, well, we're all going to Grizz Fest, anyways. But we came back afterwards and had a few there at the hotel. But I, I, mean, heard, I saw, I saw a really cool
0: photo that kind of goes with that. That uh, one of the bars, I don't know which bar it was, but they had a U-Haul truck. Oh wow! So they 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 filled the U-Haul truck with beer that they would need, <laughs> and awesome. then they they threw like ice in it so that they could just they did wouldn't have to make an order. They could just have it outside, have it. and they would just keep <laughs> on like bringing
1: it in. Yeah. So the, definitely... the hotel we were at definitely underestimated the, uh, um, the alcohol consumption of Grizz fans. That were there. <laughs> I, I guess there was like 800 Grizz fans staying at that hotel. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's a lot of Grizz fans. Um, but like, so we're at the, uh, the Grizz fest and they're just, there's all sorts of stuff. You can get your picture with, you know, Monty's running around. And again, I ran into so many former teammates and stuff. And then, um, we gathered, and then, like, Riley was in there talking, and they brought in some former players like Brian Toon from the 95 squad. He talked. Um, they brought Dylan McFarlane up. He talked about the know one squad. Mark Mariani talked for a while and stuff. I mean, it was just – it was really well done. Um, the uh, I'm sure everybody saw it, the hype video narrated by J.K. Simmons. They played yeah. that on the Jumbotron for the whole – it was so cool. It was just oh, – I mean, yeah. all of them watching earlier that day anyways on their phones. Played that. The interaction, though, with all the Grizz fans, like we were uh, John Skinner and I were both talking. It's like you make two steps, turn, there's somebody else. Like Johnny Verona showed up. He was there from our one squad. Um, ran into, uh, gosh, who else? Dane Oliver, um, Chris Orwig, Shane McIntyre was there. Um, oh, DJ Coulter from who played in 95 and his brother okay. played than 01. Uh, it was just like, I mean, it, there were so many. I couldn't believe how many players were there. Everybody That's was awesome. There. Um, and then when I was at the game, ran into a bunch more like uh, Trey Young and Colt Palmer and Chris Snyder. And it was just like everybody was showing up. It was so cool to see so many former players there watching. Um, a ton of the 95 guys, a ton of the 01 guys, and then a lot of other people too, just all there to watch the Grizz. I mean, because it's been you know 15 years, and yeah, man, it just I think they said it, uh, that Grizz Fest. They estimated it was 10,000-plus fans that we had there. Really? Best. There were some fans I was talking to that didn't even have tickets to the game yet. They're like, we came down. We're hoping to get tickets still. <clears throat> so <clears throat> it was just, man, it was cool just running into so many different people and then just, like, making new friends and talking to people and like, I ran into one guy named Rob Luttrell who we played high school football against each other. And oh, he was cool. the national championship for Carroll College. So <clears throat> I hadn't seen Rob in years. It was cool, Robin and him. I mean, it was just like, gosh, ran into so, so many people um, and just had a great, great time. And then ran into a ton of fans of our pod too that listened to the pod and stuff and talking to all those people and stuff and just hearing how much they. Enjoy us that you know we just do this for fun, but yeah, listening to it because people love Grizz contact, you know, content just like us. So, yep. um, it was so cool. And then at the end, they blow off fireworks and stuff too. I mean, it was just it was awesome. And then they had the nice thing too is like because there's a whole age range of people there, and you may not want to stay the whole time. So they had the buses running to run you back to the hotel like at any time. Like at one oh, point, wow. my father who was in his 70s, was like, yeah, I'm I'm tired, guys. So we walked him up, put him on the bus, and then my brother and I went back down and kept having beverages, and it didn't matter because you had the bus ride home. So, I mean, just bravo to the Alumni Association. They did it upright. Like, I was not expecting something that good. It was totally impressive. Um, it was, you know, it wasn't that cold out. It was nice being outside. Yeah. At one point, everybody did get in trouble for being on the inner diamond of the baseball field. They're like, Riley's like, uh, we're tearing it up. They're going to kick us out if we don't get off of here. So everybody moved to the outfield. <laughs> There's a lot of people were in the stands, too, just chilling out in the stands and sitting and, you know, hanging. So just a awesome, awesome, awesome time at GrizzFast. It was That's just a awesome. great way to kind of kick off the night before pep rally. And Coach Houck showed up and talked to everybody and stuff. And he even told everybody, he's like, all right. Now, when the bars closed, go to bed. We need you tomorrow. But <laughs> that was pretty funny. So um, but everybody, you know, I think kind of listened to them and didn't party too hard because everybody showed up the next morning when we headed out to the, the game, and that was cool too. So the next morning we all boarded the buses and they took us right to the tailgates. Oh wow. Off. And that's one thing I just I couldn't believe There, There's so many Grizz fans that drove there. Really? They had their own tailgates and stuff. Um, yeah,
0: they're charging people like $30 to get in for tailgating, so
1: yeah, that's I mean, that's not yeah. bad at all. I was wondering yeah. about that because, see, my family's talking, if we go back next year, one of us may drive down or take his rental car and yeah. tailgate there because that was yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, it was cool just walking up and down the parking lot and just meeting Grizz fans. Um, I actually met Fonce's mom, and oh, his cool, mom, and they played Regulate by Warren G for me because they had the, the music and tunes going, and it was cool talking to them. Um, Gosh, just it's amazing how many fans we ran into, just different people from all over that showed up. And everybody was generous, handing out beers left and right. Wow. And then, you know, we're all sitting in the parking lot, and we hear this plane overhead. And we look up, and there's a plane with a big banner that says, Go Grizz. No (laughs) Jacks banner. There's someone, I don't know who spent the money, but I was like, that is money, well spent, whoever did that, to fly the plane that says, Go Grizz, over the parking lot and stadium. That's um, awesome. This giant banner. So that was really cool. Um, the other thing I think that the players and the staff and everybody was impressed with was the Grizz walk. But yeah, the um, walk I, was extreme. crazy. Everybody was just like, okay, here it's coming. And like uh, Leanne from the Alumni Association is tweeting it out like, hey, 1035 because the Jacks actually went first because they dropped both teams off in the same spot. So we were all over okay. this our parking lot. And then the Jacks are there and they're banned and all that stuff they went first and then they moved to their spot cause they put them in a whole other parking lot. Okay. We weren't tailgating together. They were in there on the East side and those parking lots and the grids were over on the West side. And so they leave. And then we all start filing in and crossing the streets and file. And it was just packed. I mean, all those fans came over there. And so when their players are coming off, everybody's hollering and I mean, it, you could tell like some of them were just trying to stare down. Cause I mean, it was a big deal. And, Jeez. I mean, I've been in the Grizzlies walk at the stadium quite a few times, and it's always easy to get a spot and stuff. And it was just, you know, five people deep on both sides. Oh yeah, I mean, it was so cool seeing the support and stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's it, the experience was unbelievable. And then, you know, getting into the stadium, the lines were super long. It went so fast, like we were, really? in, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like they have it down. We were in. in <laughs> wow. It was because I know that's a complaint, like at our stadium, yeah. How yeah. long it takes to get in. I mean, they're they're wanting you and stuff, and you know, it's confiscating drinks, you can't bring drinks in, and then once you get in there, you know, that's why all the fans are still there at halftime because you, you can get beer there. right there. Well, and here's yeah. the crazy thing, too. At that stadium, they have QR codes on the seats. You can scan it to order beer to your seat, order food to your seat if you don't feel like going up. Oh, yeah, it's what, yeah, it's they wow, I can see why. When I mean, people are like, Oh, it's a soccer stadium and stuff. Well, I get why they have it there. Like it's yeah, layout right stuff. The town of Frisco, too. I mean, like, I've heard other people go on to different bars and stuff that like turn themselves into Grizz bars or Jack's yep. bars and stuff, and they, they do it upright. Yeah. Um, I was I was just overly impressed. Like, now that I've been there once, I'm like, Yep, we gotta go back because I want to go back now. I know what to do down there and stuff. Yep. It was just so much fun and I mean, the stadium, the layout's easy. It's easy to find your seats. They got people with little things of how may I help you? Like, and so oh, I was wow. like, I'll just ask the guy. I was like, hey, where's this section? He goes, yep, two down right there. That's where you're going to go. I was like, oh, wow. They make it super easy. And the field looked like it was good in good shape. I think it's cool how they paint both, you know, end zones end and a bowl game there. And this blows that bowl game out of the water. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Something else that, uh, I just saw tonight that Jim O'Day posted on social media. He heard that they're doing an expansion of that stadium. They're going to really it bigger. They're like yeah. bigger, like like going up. Or I'm not sure if they're going up. He didn't say exactly, but there's an expansion that's supposed to be getting announced in the next few days. Now, wow. in that one, I think it's the north end zone because they have that like Ooh. bands over there that kind of yeah have that open. So they had the bands. There. Yeah, that was really cool how they have both bands kind of together. Mm-hmm. I think that was yeah cool your own thing. There's a ton of room there for them to expand. Huh. I mean, they could put a bunch of seats in that area. Yeah, so I could see them doing that and just bringing it kind of around. All right. And yeah. Get, yeah, and that would add. You know, they could probably add another couple thousand right there. Wow. But I get why they keep going to Frisco. It's just the venue's good. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole thing was it was pretty dang and what was well done.
0: Um, well, and I heard that the the town it's it's so seamless, and I heard the town just really loves it, and yeah. and and I think that the you know the businesses there really kind of go all in and kind of make it you know they totally do lively for the fans, and I think that that's that's great because yeah. I, I had a friend that went to uh, uh, Chattanooga, mm-hmm. and he said it was it was nuts. It was not even like a high school stadium. Like it was like not not great because he was he went to the. Um oh nine
1: championship. That stadium was big there, like yeah, hit a lot of people, but yeah, it was so far apart that it was like just like really hard to watch. Yeah, this this is there. I mean, there's just looking around, I don't think there's really a bad seat in the place. I mean, it was it was just and the way they do it too, how they have you know separate both sides and it's just packed, and know, it it amazed me how many South Dakota State fans were there because I really thought, you know. She didn't see him, but then I talked to some other Grizz fans that did their own thing and booked hotels. Like, um, one of my friends, Brock, he had was at a hotel and he goes, "I think I'm the only Grizz fan there." And <laughs> just the Jax, he's like, "I didn't know." Um, <clears throat> you know, it's just it's kind of, I think it's it's I think the, the Jax fans because they've been there last year, yeah, knew the layout of the land. Well, now I feel like now that we've been there, the fans have all gone. We kind of understand it now. It's like okay here's how this works. And so, yeah. you know, I, we'll talk about this later. I looked at the schedule for next year and yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks pretty good. So. It looks pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just, I mean, if you didn't go, I would highly, recommend, like yourself, highly recommend know, figure right? if we go back figuring out a way. So, uh, yeah. so like I said, it was me and my dad and my brother and we got back um, my wife and daughter are both gonna go if we make it back, and my mom is like, I'm going, I don't care next time. <laughs> so, yeah, like they they knew they heard how much fun we had. I mean, even though we you know we didn't come out like we wanted to, we lost, yeah, uh, like we talked about before, it was like we were playing with house money, like we were there, and the experience was great. It didn't happen like we wanted to, even after the game. Like, we get back to the hotel, and grist fans are hanging out and talking, and it wasn't like that woe is me, it was just like, everybody was talking about how great the season was. Yeah. You know, I was like, man, this was a great season. It was so much fun. Yes, we didn't come out on top, but man, I haven't had this much fun in a Grizz season in a long time. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the revenge tour, going through and beating everybody and then beating the crap out of the neighbors 37 to seven. And then those amazing two overtime wins in the play. I mean, those are some of the most epic, you know, oh, yeah. wins we've ever seen. I mean, it's just yep. It was, it was high and high after high, was, yeah. High it was high after high after high. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it would have been so cool to get that W, but I think also that experience of going there is something to be said to that. Like, oh yeah, I feel like our team now knows understands it more and stuff and what it takes to be down there because it almost felt like South Dakota State because they'd been there before, they were kind of ready for the whole yeah, you know, to do and all the other stuff yeah. that comes along with it and stuff and yeah, it's just it was awesome, and I mean the stuff too that the university was putting out on the way up to it, like the different interviews and like Riley Wilson's family bringing the whole team up there, like that barbecue, that was cool. And then, that place was amazing. Yeah, like,
0: it, I saw some like video of that, and I'm like, dude, it was like oh, the Yellowstone ranch or something. You know, like holy cow, man. I'm like, good lord, like yeah. man, like that. That place looked amazing. Yeah. I was like, I want to go there. Like holy that was cow.
1: that was so cool. Like. And then, did you see the video that they did of the players with their parents talking to them? Yes, that was a that was, worker Oh my gosh! Especially I mean, with like
0: Gubs when he was like, "I got to go call my dad." I'm oh, like, when he oh said my that, gosh. oh, I know. I'm just
1: like choking up, man. It was, <laughs> it was cool. I mean, yeah. the the university this year, they did a really all good aspects. Job. I feel like they've done just yeah an amazing job. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just the way that they bring everybody together so we all feel like we're part of the team and part of the journey and stuff. And I yeah. mean, and, and, too, I mean, every, all the Grizz fans showing up there. I mean, we, we showed out, I mean, there was a ton of Grizz fans. and So Grizz fans and
0: South Dakota sta- fans like at the stadium, like what percentage do you think it was? You, you, there's probably more South Dakota state fans just because they bought yeah. their tickets in probably in a year. In
1: well, that's, I think that's a lot of it. They bought their tickets early. Yeah. Um, on the high side, I'd say 60-40. Okay. Uh, it's probably more like 55-45. Okay. I mean, like, so the both sides, you know, one side was pretty much all Jacks, one side was all Grizz. Yeah. The end zone kind of wrapped over in the back, and it was mainly Jacks fans, it looks like. Okay. You know? So I, it's it was probably, like I said, 55-45 or maybe worst case, 60-40. But here's the thing that I have heard, because I live in South Dakota, I know a lot of Jacks fans, and they've all yep. been actually – really nice and like had tons of goods. things. were like, you're, they're like your team is probably one of the best teams we played all year. Like they were impressed with our team. Um, on my flight back, it was, I was the lone Grizz fan on the flight back and it was loaded with Jack's fans. <laughs> um, felt kind of weird getting on the plane. that, I was wearing my Grizz gear. I was just like, yep. You know, but none of them were like, they were all just had nothing but good things to say. Yeah. Um, one thing that I do want to say is like the Jack's fans. I know that were there and talked to said that we were by far way louder than they were. They were like, when the, you guys had, and I couldn't tell because I was yelling as loud as I possibly could run we defense. but They were like, it was so loud. We couldn't believe how loud you guys were. Um, yeah. I've so, heard that too. All the Grizz fans that were hollering and yeah. Um, Cause there was a lot of, um, I don't want to say this bet. Elderly Grizz fans that were there. And holy cow, were they screaming? <laughs> you know, and just get lubed up before the game. And I mean like, oh, this was really cool too. So like alumni association uh, messaged me before the game. They're like, Hey, get this out. p gave us, we're getting a bunch of free p Phillipsburg beer that we're going to yeah. get away. So I got that out there and it was gone. Like I got there. I thought I'm going to get one gone. Like it was gone so fast. Like it awesome. was a lot, but it was gone quick. But like, even then it didn't matter. Like, the Grizz fans were just like because it was BYOB to the tailgates, right? Yeah. You walk by one, people are throwing them to you if you want. Oh hey, wow! You need one? Just, I mean, it was, it was so cool. That's awesome. So my brother and I walked around with a bottle of uh Fireball, and that went quick, like you know, just passing out shots and pff, gone. <laughs> I got to meet Brian Hunt finally. I couldn't there find the tailgates with Brian. Man, he's awesome guy, and just like I can't wait to go check his tailgate. I promise I'm gonna to go to his tailgate next year during the games because I've heard it's legendary. Go. Oh, it's legendary. He's the king of tailgates. So yeah. Uh, but like so, so many Grizz fans there and just fun talking football with them, whether it was in the hotel, Grizz Fest, before the game, during the game, just um awesome, awesome atmosphere. I mean, like during the game, people hugging, high-fiving, hollering. I mean, it was just Just a good, good time.
0: Yeah, I I, uh, definitely uh, regret not going, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. But next year, hopefully, we'll be back and we can plan that. Uh, But uh, yeah, I heard it was amazing. Jealous. Um, I'm glad that you went and had a great time with fam, Uh, Luke. That's some memories you won't, you won't ever uh, release. No, and
1: that's that's the one thing that like my. uh, My brother and dad and I all said afterwards, it was like, even though, you know, because you always wonder like, okay, they lost. So yeah, we still would have went. I mean, like it was so much fun. The memories that we have just like, and it was a, it was a quick, you know, two and a half days, like wild. Now that's their crazy thing. Like there's a lot of Grizz fans that are, I think most of them are home now, but a lot of them got stuck. Mm -hmm. They're coming in and stuff where they were trying to drive or get out of the airport. It was like, my flight got delayed two and a half hours. Yeah, um, at one point there was a line of planes out there on the runway, so they weren't letting them take off because of the weather. And I think the ceiling had dropped too low, and then it opened up a little bit, and the planes were just going as fast going as they could, as fast as could and yeah. then it shut down again. Um, so well, I know i Chris uh, fans stuck there till Friday, air, <laughs> like because it was just flights, and then that other thing happened where they grounded all the 737s because, yeah, fuselage, so a bunch of stuff just threw things for the ringer and stuff, but uh. Well, I know Eric, um, uh, friend of the pod, uh, where yeah. Wits
0: was snowed in. Uh, he said that there was, like, blizzard conditions, like 70 miles an hour wind, wind yeah. and snow. Just north of the Panhandle, basically. Yeah. It's, it's, That's crazy. nuts.
1: I didn't know that they got that much uh, I don't think snow. they normally do. Like, do? that was one thing, like, the locals, when we ask them, they were like, this is way cold. This isn't normal. Like, they were all saying it's way colder than it should be down there. Really? Like, the day of and stuff? Well, I mean, yeah, even, like the day of was more normal, but I think that in the nights, getting like okay. in the 30s, they're like, I'm not used to that. They're like, this is not, you know, they're, they're used to like huh. 60s and stuff, I think. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think last I saw Eric, I think he's made it to Cheyenne, Wyoming now, <laughs>
0: like, Yeah.
1: making the trek all the way back. But like, there's other people, like I said, are still waiting to fly out because flights yep. got canceled. And uh, I do have one funny story, though. <laughs> so there was a and I don't, I don't know the guy's name because I didn't ask him, but there was a guy who had a Grizz flag and a Washington Huskies flag. Oh. Posted. And so I was like, was, I had his own little tailgate. I was like, hey, I'm going to just go ask this guy, you know, see if he's going to both games. Because I thought, you know, you're you're close. It's in Houston. So I went over and asked. And the guy's like, yeah, I am. I was like, anybody else? And then one the, the other guy goes, Yeah. I want to go, but she won't let me. And all of a sudden, I was like, I was like oh, crap. oh, no. She was like, you can go. I was like, oh, crap. I didn't mean to start that fight. It's like I felt like I walked in through a grenade and was like, all right, see you, <laughs> see you later. Like, oh, crap. So, I don't know if that guy went or not, but uh, there's a little fight going on. And, oh, that's I awesome. We, I hope we got to go. I mean, it's like if you're going to get in trouble, might as well go all the way, man. Well, man, <laughs> like who knows?
0: You know, that, that, that's once in a lifetime opportunity, you never yeah. know when they'll be back. And my dad's a Michigan fan, so I was, oh. i give him a hard time. I'm like, Yeah, you won it, but now they're going to take it away from you. <laughs> so. I know, right? That's <laughs> the true. There's going
1: to be going to take it away. Yeah. I was rooting, I was rooting for Washington, actually. And uh, neither one, neither one of the teams I was hoping for took it, but you know, yeah, that's what it is. So, I mean, that, and we'll, we'll get into the game here, but that Jacks team, that is, that's a, that's one of the top, I think, ever FCS teams. I mean, it, they're, there's, I was just, I was thinking about their offensive line. How many of those guys are going to go pro? And, oh yeah, you know, at we'll, least we'll half. See, of them. We'll see. you know, the transfer portal just, I think, I'm sure, people are wondering is open till Friday for all the championship yep. teams. You get five days after the uh, the game. So hopefully we don't lose anymore. We'll talk about who we lost earlier, but the rumors I keep hearing from the Jacks fans, they they think Gronowski's gone. Like for See, sure. I've been hearing that, too, and I've heard, been hearing that
0: their uh, O.C. is going to go, go too.
1: Heard that. Now, I think that may be true because this afternoon, uh, they just hired the O.C. from UND. Okay. And they have an announcement position he's going to be taking, but I have heard the O.C. for the, the Jacks is going to Northwestern. Yeah, so I heard like, that, too, and I know granowski uh, is from Illinois. Yeah.
0: So, so, like, that would be back home, so. Yeah,
1: and then I've also heard uh, the Twins might be leaving, too. I've heard from hey, that
0: Those those wide receivers, they weren't like fast, but man alive, those guys were physical as yeah. all get out. Like they, a- they said they were they were white or uh, uh, recruited as linebackers, and they definitely had the body of a linebacker. <laughs> right. Goodness, I was like, yeah. those guys' yeah.
1: arms are huge for well, wide receivers. You know, that's one thing for sure. On both sides of the ball, they they let them play. I mean, there was yeah. There was some P.I. going on, especially against us, it felt like it just. Oh, insane. a lot of people. Gosh. Yeah.
0: That one that was on Bergen where the guy had his hand over his neck. Yeah. And I was like, how do you not see that? That's right in front of you. How do you not see
1: that? But The refs just weren't calling I me mean, because there was even some, like, offsides on us they didn't call. And, yeah. Like, just, yeah. There, was a, there was just, it's like they just. Put their flags in their pocket unless it was so blatant. I mean, yeah. there was there were some felt like they were so blatant they should be, but yeah, you know. Um, did you hear? I didn't. So we were wondering, and I didn't hear where the officiating crew is from. Southland. Uh, Southland. Oh, yep, okay.
0: yep. Okay, so gotcha. not the greatest
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> conference. So, like, I guess that's one thing I, I don't understand why the NCAA would wouldn't do something like this. Like, okay, you've got. Two championship games left. Yeah, why pull from the big sky? I mean, unless it, it's like for them, they feel like oh, we gotta you know award the best officiating crew. Well, you know why not pull your best officiating crew? Period. Like the best two should be at the FBS and the FCS. Pull the yeah. best two crews, or just use have, one. Like, one this use one, or just yeah. I mean, they well the best
0: one goes to have each one or something. Yeah. I don't
1: know. It's just. I, I didn't understand why they're like, oh, we have to keep it in the FCS. It's like, rules are the same. Why not pull the best for these games? But Yeah. Well, yeah. you know,
0: from the fans sitting at home, and I've got to go over this because it was ridiculous, um, like the, the atmosphere looked amazing. It sounded amazing. ESPN, uh, all year we've been praising ESPN+. Plus. Right. They did a horrible, horrible job. Of doing this uh, national championship game, uh, the pregame they had mm-hmm. zero zero content, zero talk about the game. They were going over Michigan and Washington pregame throughout throughout. Then they're like, "Oh, we've got you know, we're sending you to uh, the national championship game against uh, Montana and the South Dakota State Jackrabbits," and they sent you there. Then the uh, the announcers there did maybe five minutes, and then they kicked off okay uh, there was multiple times during the game where it was a fourth and down or a third down and they went back from uh, like a, a, a commercial yeah, or they were going from quarter to quarter where we went back late and we, there was 25 seconds or 20 seconds off the clock and we were like like the um, the, the stop on the goal line, yeah I didn't see. Oh my gosh. They they were like, oh, and they like they brought it back right when Gilman got hit. And I'm like, yeah. well, God,
1: what, what the heck it. happened? And
0: yeah. they replayed it. But I'm like, and then also go into halftime. And they have the score there and they're like, Welcome to the halftime show. And they go right into Michigan, Washington for the whole halftime. They have 30 seconds, 30, maybe 45 at the most. 30, 45 seconds of a halftime and I'm pissed. So I get on Twitter and I start at or going at a ESPN. They had uh Charlie Baker, the NCA president. I get him on there and I send like I can't believe you guys redid your contract with ESPN for the, the national championship games when they don't promote these two teams that were have made this is hard
1: to do. Yeah it's hard to like, do like reward be- these fan bases oh, and reward these of- fcs fans and stuff it's like exactly you have i mean after the game and all the next day they were talking about michigan and uh, washington as it was so it's like why not give us just this little give us that day give us the date like and then they're gonna they've been going against michigan and washington for a week like seriously like Well, that's another thing too why 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 we have to play that game on sunday afternoon going up against the nfl schedule yep it should be on a Saturday night, I think. Saturday night, so. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and then game, and yeah, yeah. The, the, it pissed me
0: off. I was like, like, t- <laughs> I think I know I was on there uh, texting the NCA and Charlie Baker. I know uh, Brenton Wahlberg, who's on the, the other Grizz uh, fan yeah. pod, was doing the same thing. There's a couple <laughs> people that were doing the same thing. We're all like sitting at home, pissed off at at these like pregame. Well, that post-game
1: and so during the game if uh if you had friends at the game trying to text you that was the one thing i'll say cell service was awful okay Um, in the parking lot at the game like i kept losing my signal completely it just said sos on my phone oh really other people were so like in the parking lot in the um before the game at the tailgates a lot of people were talking, going, oh, crap, my because t- the tickets are all based on cell service. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, my God, I can't bring it. You can't screenshot them because it repeats, it redoes re- itself every 60 seconds. And so, a lot of people were worried about that. And, like, luckily, we I figured out, too, like, if you just turn your phone on and off right before, go airplane mode and back off, it'll get you service for a little bit. And so, I did that right as I was going through the gate so I could get scanned. Because once you're in, you're in. But, like, yeah. a lot of people were worried about that because it, it was like there was so many people you couldn't get text in or out i mean it was, oh, just, wow. it was wild um that's crazy we had that the fan fest too people were like i'm trying to, we were trying to text each other and it was like texts weren't going through it was like there was too many people at once to handle the coverage huh. or something it was it was wild like i know that was a topic for a while like what if we can't get in because of this and it, oh, gosh, that would have it worked me fine out. everybody got in it, it was just it was very smooth getting in but um, it was fun where I'm going with that is after the game when I finally started getting service. I started looking at Twitter and I was like, Oh bad, oh man, the TV <laughs> curve was really bad because it's like yours and other people's. It was just like geez. I'm glad I was down here and watched it in person because it sounds like it was just terrible. Oh man, it was um, it was so disrespectful. Like how was and, how was Ryan Leaf? Because like I was see, I didn't I,
0: they, he didn't they didn't they didn't have him on? He was supposed to be the uh that's what I player. thought. That's what I thought. They didn't have him on. They had. Um, uh, they didn't have
1: him on. They had the. Yeah, he was. I want to, to say the color guys ca- calling the game because he yeah. like even showed like his cards that he'd made up and he was wearing his cat shirt and everybody's like that's bullshit. You know? I'm wondering if if
0: he was the radio. Oh, maybe. And and they weren't, and it like, wasn't TV national because radio
1: a, because yeah,
0: Riley and Greg still had their call. Yeah. So I I didn't that he wasn't on the call. So that's yeah. when I was like, when they did the five to 10 minutes, I'm like, huh. And like, I have no beef with Ryan Leaf. You can be no. a, and a, that's a lot of or whatever, people said but, at least
1: it's a Montana and then understand, yeah. you know, right. And all, even though but, uh, he playing it, it reminded
0: me of the guy that did the, the Delaware, the Delaware huh. game. Yeah. Um, it looked like that crew. Huh. I could be totally opposite, but um, they did a really good job of, okay. of doing the game. And, and they, you know they did you know a lot more SDSU, but you're going to expect that you're a national well, they're, champion. They're defending national champion,
1: so yeah, yeah.
0: I, I agree. you're going to you're going to get a lot more you know you know push and little flavor things on on mm-hmm. SDSU, but um, yeah, they, they, I think they did a really good job. It was just the the post the pregame, there was no post game, uh, and then halftime. Mm-hmm. Did they not was go horrible. to the trophy
1: presentation or anything like that? They did.
0: They okay. did do that. They did do that. They you saw the lady and whatnot, and they did that. Um, but I would thought I would have thought that they had maybe the uh, they interviewed the other side because they do that with right. Yeah. Um, but no, and I, I had a hard time getting to like a- actual press conferences. Yeah,
1: of, I had uh, a, a lot of us were trying to get the press stuff. conference, and uh, all we saw was stuff that like rainy and well, uh, Hansen yeah. posted and things like that and, 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 uh, skyline. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah, other than that, it was,
0: uh, it was a great time, but you want to, any uh, last kind of things before we well, go into this just, game? I guess
1: one more comment about like, yeah. the coverage and stuff like why not? I mean, so I, I, I guess I'm looking back. and I think about one of the best covers I've seen was when they did the NDSU Grizz game. When Musburger and Jesse Palmer. Hit. Oh my gosh. They yeah, that killed right it. There. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah. It's like, you know what? This is the championship game. Even if the Grizz weren't playing. Yeah. Those two like. Oh, would, definitely. You know, and I know Jesse
0: Palmer would do it again. He oh, loved. Yeah. He
1: loved. He loved doing yeah. it. He would totally do it. It's like, yeah. You know, do it. And if, if it has to do with the fact that the FCS game is on Sunday and the FBS ones on Monday. Yeah. Put it a week before. Um, I did see yeah. something now that, like, with the new contract, it's going to be the, the first weekend after the New Year is when it's going to be from now on. So, like, wherever New Year's okay. live, when that's the first weekend is when, and whether it'll be Saturday or Sunday, that I've heard there's rumors that, that could change. They could put it Saturday if they wanted to. I hope they put it it's on It's all Saturday. up to TV for some reason. It's like, yeah, you know, if it is up to TV, well, ABC, why would you want to compete with the NFL? Put it on well, the only The only thing on that last
0: week, though, the last week of the playoff, or the week last week of the regular season, there was weren't there games on Saturday and Sunday?
1: There were, but there was only two games yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So not everybody's gonna watch those two NFL game, games. Yeah. You know, I, you're better. I Think I feel like you had a better chance, but yeah. anyways, I just you got talent there that would be willing to do these. Yeah. You know, and not saying that these guys did a bad job, but I mean, like, br- you know, just bring it. It's like this is a big deal for us. Like, and yeah. For like, well, one, if you people. don't want to do it Saturday, do it Friday night. Yeah. They used to. Right? They used yeah. to be a Friday night thing. So but, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what changes they make and stuff. And you know, in the end, they probably won't change the day. <laughs> well, and
0: going off of that, um, I did get. Um, I commented on um, the uh, the numbers. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking for the numbers here. Oh sure, sure. Um, uh, So I guess um all okay, right so here we go uh so it was oh where, where did it go Uh, 1.04 million viewers
1: oh for the for the game yeah yeah so yeah, that
0: was, was one, lower, of the, actually, one of the one one of the lower watch championship games. Um, so the last year's game was 1.07 versus the Dakotas. The uh, NDSU and neighbor game was 1.32. Yeah. And then the SDSU, the uh, Sam Houston was not even a million. Um, so, and then we beat Eastern Washington when they were in it in 2018. But other than that, there's 1.5, 1.5, 1.3, 1.3 ndsu jmu game was 2.6 um so you know i don't know uh it's 1 million still not bad but it still is kind of disheartening as as you put put us against the nfl and that's why you don't do that and you get a
1: whole lot more fan base there yeah, the nfl is uh, so big and it's not so much even like the fan base is just, it's gambling, man. That's, oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I'm so many watch. It's just it's so big because of all that, so, yeah. Yeah,
0: well, uh, any last thoughts on the
1: the atmosphere in the game? Um, just I, I mean, shout out to all the Grizz fans. Yeah, um, I really wish you could have been there, Adam, because it was like, oh man, a, a huge shout out to the people that came up and were like, enjoy the pod or got a quick selfie with me and stuff. or just it's awesome. Shot the crap with me, you know, and stuff about things. And like, had one guy come up and talk to me and I was with my dad about stats and like, you know, wanting to know certain things. And so we talked for a while. And I just, I enjoyed it. For That's everybody awesome. that came up and said something, I appreciate it. Um, there was one other cool exchange I had. So I'm standing in line like early in the morning. I was getting some power for my dad because he was filling from the night before a little bit. And yeah. Uh, up in front of me by in front of two people is Brian Toon, and so we start both talking about our different classes, and then like um, McDanahy and like some of the coaches we knew, and just like and things like that. And it was so cool because people sat in between us, be like, This is really awesome, you guys! We really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was like, This is cool, and like, yeah, it was just cool talking to like Brian and just all that. And just you know, I'd never talked to him before. Um, yeah. And stuff. But talking about being on the D line and all that stuff and just was so much fun. And it was so cool just running into so many of my former buddies and players and just like everybody being there. And just oh, it was just awesome. And like we have to go back because there's so many people that didn't get to go that want to go. Yeah. Like I think everybody will come back and it would be if it's us and the Jacks again. I mean, prepare for the biggest crowd ever, and hopefully oh they have that expansion done because yeah, um, yeah, it would be just awesome. And I'd love to have another shot at those guys. So, I want it. I want like like we we've always said, you know,
0: NDSU right now. That's yeah. like we have. I want I want SDSU. Um, yeah. So you know, hopefully they don't lose too many other guys because you kind of want to beat them at the, their best, right? Um, and so you know, you hate to see them go because you want to beat them at their best, but yeah, uh, can't with this nil it's it's crazy man it's 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 changing sports definitely
1: yeah yeah it is it is changing but it's you know with nil and all that stuff and transfer portal it sucks when we lose people but it's it's yeah next man up sport i mean that's it's always been that way i mean it's no different than losing someone to graduation it's who, who we got next so yep graduation or injury you never know you never know so all right guys well like we said
0: uh not how we wanted it to end um you know we ended in a 23 to three loss um a lot of things kind of went not our way um you know the stats you look at the stats and then they're not that bad like right. you know we we had the same number of uh first downs 17 and 17 um they were a little bit more balanced we had 10 passing touchdowns and six rushing touchdowns. Um, the rushing is what killed first us. Downs, I think you mean, yeah, first down, sorry. Not down, touchdowns. So like, not touchdowns. Touchdowns. <laughs> no, no, my, my daughter, my daughter had a, a touchdown dance, uh, all ready to go. Oh, and, man. um, I think maybe that jinxed it because she did not get to do our touchdown we were, dance. We were so
1: close to <laughs> multiple times a score in touchdowns yeah. right there. I mean, that one, yeah. gosh, I mean, we are right there. And then they get the ball. And then I thought maybe we'll get a safety. I mean, we were all the yeah. same. Come on, yep. safety. And just yep. yeah. Yeah. When they come out and they'd throw that
0: pass too after that. I was like, whoa, wow. Well, that's a yeah, that's a that's a, a play call there. But uh now that, that stop at the goal line, uh, you gotta give it to that Adam Bach. Oh, that was amazing play. Uh, yeah. and he had his hand perfectly on the ball where he could you know pull his arm back um it, it was an amazing tackle i know that eli probably you know um is hitting himself but well we we thought he was in from where i was saying, yeah.
1: it like he was in and we're like oh come on and it's like you know
0: yeah you know if from what I, I at first i thought he was in you know it, it would have been hard to overturn i've a,
1: re-watched it he wasn't
0: but yeah it was dang close it was really close and then i think that that's what that's what um, made it is that Adam Bach, the linebacker, grabbed his arm in the ball yeah. and he couldn't move that. He couldn't reach over. Good so minute, he just needed yeah. a little bit inches to be able to cross that yeah. over the goal line, um, which to me, that was the switch, the momentum turn that really started everything. Right. Uh, we we're down 7-0. You know, that yeah, ties I it don't up. I,
1: I disagree with you on that. I have another question. Okay. Game where I thought okay. was really the point, but I have two. I have two of them. That,
0: well, that was the first one. Um, so you know, going down, guys, rushing yards at, that's really kind of the glaring kind of thing where you're like, holy cow, they held us to 47 rushing yards. Yeah. Uh, they had 188, um, five over five and a He's half still yards held carry. under
1: 200, which is pretty tank. I mean, that's... yeah,
0: yep. So they add up 202, but with gloss and stuff, it goes to 188. So um, you know, we did passing a really well passing 212 yards and 175. Um, you know, total yards we had 259, they had 363. You know, we had this says four fumbles lost. How do we, or four fumbles? We only lost two. Do we have four fumbles? Well, one one, we got back. So, um, so McDowell had one, right? Yeah. And Sons
1: had one. I thought there was only three. So there's another one that popped up. But I, I have only watched, rewatched the first half. I have okay. rewatched the second half. I can't remember
0: four. I was like, I thought there was yeah. only three, but huh. uh could be wrong. That's what that says. Four fumbles, only two of them lost. Um, you know, they we, we did really well. They beat them on punting, uh, we beat them on kicking. Yeah. The, the one thing that they did really well with punting. Is they had six punts inside the twenty. Yeah. A lot of those punts were really directed to kind of either bottleneck Bergen where he couldn't, or they put it up high where he had no chance of being able yeah, to he return had to it or
1: catch it. Basically, yeah. yep.
0: Or they had them where um, it was again like right on the outside and it was right at the five yard line. Kick returns they just didn't kick to him. They they kicked to Garrett. He got hurt. And then they put Eli there back there, and we're um, kicking to Eli. So, um, you know, it it was a really good game plan, and that was going to be something that 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 was going to be what we needed to do is break something off there, uh, and and they played it perfectly.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. That was the one thing. Like for us, I noticed like we were missing tackles at chimes or dropping yeah. balls or just like it was just like these these little things that. Again, we said we have to play the perfect game if we want to win this. Yep. Well, SDSU, their pursuit to the ball, their tackles, like they just weren't missing stuff much. I mean, yeah, it is, they weren't. And yep. that really, I think, helped change the game and stuff. And it just made it more difficult. Now, that being said, I was talking to some different people at halftime. And we, uh, one a friend of mine named Shane, we were talking, and it was like, If you would have told me going in it'll be seven to three at halftime and you're getting the ball in the second half, oh yeah, heck yes, give me that every day against South Dakota State. Exactly. So we were saying that at halftime, going, man, we're in this. I mean, yeah, even though we drove down, didn't get a touchdown, we did this, and it was like, you know, but we were still in it. I mean, we had the pick there in the first half, and it was like, and and Gronowski doesn't get picked, so no, no, we don't it felt like it was like, Man, we are still in it. If we can get this drive going. Yep. and do something the second half, well, that was going to be huge. And then my changing point of the game was when we had fumbled that, that, that we're driving, we're yeah. going. And I have, like I said, I haven't watched the recent the second half, but it did not look like a fumble. It looked like he was down. Oh, It was a fumble. It, I'm sure it was. Yeah. I reviewed it, and I was like what well, we thought, cause they called him down and everything. And we're like, oh man, how are they going to overturn this? So yeah. they did. I was like, it must be blatant. Cause they weren't showing replays to us in the, uh, okay games, so we all
0: <laughs> knew so the the only thing that i i thought that they could like reverse like not reverse it is that when he's going down he he got it hit and it started getting uh loosening mm-hmm. and it was kind of coming out well before he hit the ground he put his arm on it to kind of secure it it was still like like kind of out but he had his arm on it and yeah. then he went down and then it went went out so i was like maybe they're gonna Allow him to have that arm on but it and still control it, exactly. Right, and then the 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 ground caused the fumble. Huh. Well, it was so fast that I think that they were just like, yeah, it was coming out beforehand. He didn't get his arm on it to really secure it. Not um, sure. uh Sure, it that was a hard play, and that and that was my second one that took out uh, the momentum of the game. Is you know, one of those things that we had to have is granowski through that interception, we didn't get points. I think we got maybe three points off of that, right? We yeah. got a field goal, and, you know, we, we get them to turn over the ball twice um, and don't – we get three points. Uh, yeah. That We just can't do that. That first uh, drive as well, as like you were saying, Luke, we had so many missed tackles, yeah. and that's so unlike our team. Well, yeah, you was, go into that, and you're like, "Oh, I really feel uneasy about this." Guy. That was <laughs>
1: wild. How many arm tackles, or we'd go to tackle, and it was the second guy. You know, like, yeah, if we, we would have tackled them right there, they'd been the lost. You know, the, we were keeping it behind the chains, and that was going to help know. us so much. It was just like just those things that you know, and that's so the reason I said that 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 fumble there at the beginning of the second half was my. Game changer is that it felt like after that, um, we just we just kept tripping over ourselves. It was just like, oh, we get close and then something else would happen and something else would happen. Yeah. Like, oh, we're just getting stuck and bottled down and it snowballed on us. Is what it felt like to me. I was just like, I mean, even though like there were still like you know glimpses of oh wait wait we might be able to yeah. it was just like oh something else would happen. Yeah, we just couldn't oh, write what- the right the ship
0: is what it felt like totally. Well, and after that, that fumble, like they were consistently getting the ball back from us on at least the forty, the forty-two, yeah. the forty-five. It, so it We could never flip
1: the field. Flipped, it. It flip it the
0: field yeah. yeah, it flipped the field dramatically after that. Um, and with that team, you you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the possession, the time of possession, we had the ball twenty-nine minutes and fifty seconds. They had it for thirty and ten, and which we thought going into it, you know, you're going to have to be able to have that ball for a while. Yeah. um and kind of secure it so they their offense doesn't have it um you know we had more conversions for third down four of 16 with mm-hmm. uh third down and they had four of 11 they just were a, a machine when it was third down uh there was a lot of plays where uh granowski just made a play yeah. um and you know some of the catches that they made on third down where the throws that he made, I, I can see why if he goes FBS where he can be an FBS quarterback. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he still has two years of
1: eligibility. That's, so That's why a lot of the Jax fans think he's gone. I mean, he's yeah, he's talented. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks I've seen in a while in the FCS. Yeah. He's, he's very, very good. Yeah. yeah. So, Although, uh, I, I, I couldn't. So, during the game when I was watching it in the stands, it felt like governor was getting held all the time. And the oh, fact that his jersey was ripped, ripped. to pieces and falling off of him. It was like, how is there not a holding call but Yeah, at all against you know they knew Gubbs was gonna be a force and they did everything and cheated and did everything they could to stop him. I mean they well Grims Grimsard got uh called for a holding mm-hmm. and his
0: holding was not that bad. Like he, he got called for it because he had his hands on the outside instead of mm-hmm. on the inside and then he he put him to the ground but like that happens all the time. You guys, you can bring him to the ground. It's just where his yeah. hands were. Uh, but to we see were sitting Gubner, right, behind,
1: right behind us for two of his relatives sitting right behind. Oh, really? Uh, Grimsrud's j- up,
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but to see Governor's like jersey just like ripped, like yeah. practically ripped off him. There were scratches on him all over the place.
1: Yeah. Um, he, you know, I, I was really was impressed a, with him. He was a warrior. Gubbs yeah. has been a warrior all year. Yep. Just, I mean, I, the D line, is a special place in my heart. You know, yeah. but man, Gubbs, I just—I mean, not that he, any of the players ever listen to this stuff. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you, know, you never know. We Gubs, hope so. <laughs> Gubbs is the man, and like he is going to be truly missed on this team. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, ever since he was a freshman catching interceptions, yep. you know, backing out to this year where you know he got player of the year, Big Sky defensive player of the year, and. I just yeah. hope he gets a shot of the league because that guy is—he's a beast. And I think he would. I think he's I think got he you. will. I think he's got yeah. the talent. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, it's just gosh, it'd be hard to replace Gubs. I mean, that's, that's the, like that's I start thinking about next thing. year. i mean, like, yeah. he's the one one of the guys that I'm like, who man. I mean, he was such a force in the middle there for us that uh, it'll be interesting to see if we get a transfer to come in for that or, or what, because we could use. We could, we, could, we could still use a little beef on that D
0: line for us. Well, yeah. And you've got news coming back, and he did a really good job of coming back. And then you got to yeah, praise absolutely. him for doing the work to get back after his injury. And I know that we have Jared Ramos, uh, and he's a bigger guy, 280, I think, uh, but he's young as well. So I, I think they've got to bring somebody in, a transfer, um, just to be able to do that. So, uh, but yeah, this game, you look at. <laughs> fourth down we were two of five and it kind of at the, the later uh parts of that game we kind of had to um he sacked us five times which some of those sacks were mcdowell kind of went into the sacks and kind of yeah. uh which was kind of sad um you know and a lot of those sacks were because mcdowell for some reason he got hurt i don't know if it yeah. was on that where he got spun and, and that flipped. was i mean
1: he had a Hell of an effort play there, diving, and yeah. it reminded me of the old John Elway where he gets hit and helicoptered, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he felt like he was banged up. Yeah, he
0: just did not, wasn't able to run like he used to. Yeah, I don't know if it was just something with his legs, if he was tired, if it was something. Yeah, you know, hard to I, say? I don't know. Um, but he was 22 of 39, 165 with one interception, full, yeah, four sacks.
1: There was a couple of plays, too, and I don't know if it was the play they were running or whatever the call was, but. There's one where junior burgens open wide in the end zone. Oh yeah. Just yeah. got missed. And we still had the completion there, but it was just like, oh my gosh. Like re-watch- I didn't see it during the game, rewatched and I was like, holy cow. Well, it's like yeah. anything, you rewatch, and you're like, oh, if I could have done this or could have done that. And it's just yep. Oh, it just felt like again, we just kept missing one little thing here or there. we just couldn't put us, it's like, God, if we could get that, imagine being 10-7 you yep. know, going to yep. the halftime or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Just, that would flip game. everything because then all of a sudden South Dakota State's going, whoa. We well, have 14-7. We're... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just flips <laughs> that whole narrative and yeah. really that momentum swing and stuff. It's a real thing, that momentum yeah. and, like, confidence and stuff. And, I mean, our guys did. They put their tails off. But it just – yeah, man, just couldn't find that one extra thing to get past. one well, I think
0: that y- y- that team, the uh, the Jackrabbits that team has not faced really – and they may have faced adversity, but they have not been really down, mm-hmm. you know, and felt like, hey, the pressure of, hey, this team's playing with us, we've got a game on our hands, yeah. you know. They they really didn't feel that all year. I thought that if we could just make it like that for the third quarter, that we could have a chance to kind of yeah. do that, and I would like to see them kind of face that adversity. Yeah. Um. But it just it just didn't
1: think happen. Think about their defense and what they did to oh. the playoffs. I mean, they just didn't allow points. It's no. Just- Oh, that's crazy.
0: And their defense was really good. Like, I, I'm uh, th- that was an amazing defense. Um, you know, you look at their rushing, right? Yeah, uh, our running backs had a total of 47 yards. Eli ran for seven for 19 or seven for 18. Osmo had six for 18. Harris, you know, I'm pr- proud of him. He had two for 15. You know, he could have just this year. He didn't get all the reps that you think that he he might have had, but he stayed in the game. And that's probably one of the most hard things to do is when your number's not being called, yeah. you know, stay in it, do the work. Um, So a shout out to him because, you know, he could have just packed it in and, and, and he didn't. So, yeah. no. um, you know, McDowell had 13 for 32. Um, Then Ayat had two for negative six. Um, because of the sacks, I think I believe right. so. Um, but yeah, uh, not much going on the the run game, and we thought that you know McDowell had to have a good game uh, using his legs to kind of yeah. open
1: that rushing. Yeah, um, and especially it just like did not happen. If we got kind of like I was thinking, like the Furman game where we got you know held up yep. on the run, but yep. know, we saw McDowell out there to able to use his legs to get some run game going. So yep. and they just yeah they they bottled us up. Yeah, they did. Uh, So that meant us passing a
0: lot more. So uh, Fonts had had the game, seven receptions for 76 yards. Um, Osmo had five catches. Eli had five
1: catches. Uh, Bergen only had four. Fonts didn't have the game that I told his mom that he was going to have. Oh, what'd you tell his mom? (laughs) He told her that he'd have at least two touchdowns and over 100 yards receiving. I was like, I got a feeling about Fonts today. was our best receiver, but not as much as I thought he was going to be. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you know, I, I really thought, you know, uh, Keelan was a lot m- more open in that game too. Um, so I, it, it's going to be interesting what happens next year. I just, I just, yeah. from what we've heard, you know, this wide receiving crew is kind of sticking together,
1: you know, and yeah. anything can happen. But Yeah, I mean, we um, still have a few days left of the portal, but yeah, the things that we're hearing – um, Bergen White fonts are all wanting to stay and want to yep. keep Grizz. So hopefully that's the case. Yeah. So uh, other than
0: that, you know, you, you kind of you know you know who's going to be the rushing leaders on the other side. Uh, Isaiah Davis was a, was a beast. Um, yeah, I, I'm surprised. NFL. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's a good back. Yeah. He had eight, He had 16 attempts for 87 yards. He over five yards. They could have ran him a whole lot more than they did, Um, which, you know, uh, that Amar Johnson was a good uh, back, too, a little bit faster. Um, And then their wide receivers were, I was really impressed with the janky boys. Yeah, Yeah, they were really, they did a really
1: good good job. So, Um, rumor is they're leaving, too. So, yeah. Hey, wow. Good for us, stupid transfer pro, I mean, it's just everybody's got to deal with it now it's just it's a thing so yep yep it's a new beast so you
0: you gotta support the the causes of the nil to keep the players that you have there and the people that are gonna be able to keep their players are gonna
1: be there in the end so so earlier i was telling you you know that text and stuff didn't work during the game yeah. So when I left the stadium, my fine text finally worked. I had 111 texts. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, again, yeah. half of them were not from me. <laughs>
0: no, were, no, no. They were from...
1: Maybe 10 uh, or more They me. were from, like, I mean, other... I mean, you, some for you, friends, but also um, a lot of Jax fans that I know in South Dakota. <laughs> so, and some Bison fans, too, going, come on, man, you were supposed to beat them in this. Yeah. So... Yeah,
0: I got a uh, a lot of cold shoulders here. A lot of, a lot of neighbor fans texting me or finding me on Facebook too. Like, why? Like, I don't, I get, don't it. get it. Like, they
1: just they just have such a big brother complex that they have to like anytime they can try to little hate brother. Us, yeah, it's like yeah, little brother. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. They just yeah. live rent free in their heads and they just oh, gosh. can't ever not stop thinking about us or. It, it's incredible like just like the
0: fact like i would never think if my my rival lost in a
1: championship game uh i wouldn't go legit oh, out when it happened i have friends that are cat fans and it's like when they lost i was just like oh man that sucks yeah you know like, doesn't make any sense to me yeah but you know one um, thing we forgot to talk about yeah um, I want to bring up is another congratulations to Eli Gilman got to meet Jerry Rice. Got That's the awesome. Jerry Rice award. I mean, that is so cool. Looks like yep. his whole family got to be Jerry Rice. I think it's so cool that he does that, that he shows up and gives the award himself and yep, they get to meet the greatest receiver of all time. Um, I just think it's so cool that he's down with the FCS because he played there and like still gives the award out. And like, yep, it's, it's so neat that he does that. So yeah, it was a very
0: cool, very cool.
1: Yeah, so congrats to Eli for getting that award and be able to be down there and get it and then play the next day. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Well, and, uh, hopefully we'll have Eli on and, and just get like, what was the conversation like, right? Because uh, you always you that wanna, would be like, cool. Yeah, just to s- see what he said or anything
1: like that. So, sure. Like,
0: you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He seems like a super cool guy. Cool guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it, guys, it, it didn't happen the way we wanted. Um, I think that, you know, we've got a, we've got the pieces going forward yeah. to, to make another run at this next year. Uh, if you have not seen this, the schedule, the schedule is out. If you haven't seen it, um, the schedule looks favorable, you know, knock on wood, um, yeah, which is nice. Off. You've got seven home games.
1: Yeah. I printed it off today too. Cause I was just like, you know, I thought maybe we'd run through it tonight and, yeah. Go through it real quick and just see. So,
0: August 31st, you got Missouri State coming to town. Uh, okay. They did lose their head coach. Uh, Petrino's not there anymore, right? Nope. I'm calling W. Uh, then you go to North Dakota, September I'm 7th, Grand
1: Forks. Grand Forks. They're going to, they've I'm lost. Don't
0: they have a, didn't they lose uh, their quarterback?
1: Yeah, I think so. Well, they, and they just lost their offensive coordinator. Yeah, to South Dakota State. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: so um, some some
1: turbulence I mean, that there. Could be, that could definitely be a good. I think that'll be a ranked opponent. Oh yeah, I, I definitely. think they could be ranked because they they were up there towards the end. I'm not saying like top ten, but I think that they'll be ranked in the yeah. top twenty five when we play them. But yep. I still say W. And then you got Moorhead
0: State, uh big September fourteenth, big W there. Uh the one game that I'm looking forward to that I think that would be a good game is that next week Western Carolina. Uh um, I don't know
1: much about them at all.
0: They had a pretty good year and then they kind of fell yeah. apart part um late in the year so uh that's some a game that I'm kind of kind of astering that that might be a a good kind of barometer of where we're at. Uh it probably I would expect them to be probably a top 25 team. Okay. Um so then I'm that's still gonna the say big, w. I would say W there too. Uh, then you go into big sky play right at Eastern Washington.
1: Okay. We have a hard time playing Cheney. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't won there, but yep. Eastern, I mean, they've been having some, I mean, I'm surprised that they're playing. Like we keep hearing <laughs> the financial issues. They have To D D two or something. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call the W there. We I, would say, I would say that's, I would say that's a W games that we haven't got to do yet. You know, um, so yeah, yeah. uh
0: Next week you're home against Weber State. I yeah, would well, that's going to be a tough game. I think, I think it's,
1: it's going to be a game. tough game. I think they're going to be right. I going to be ranked. Weber game.
0: State's going to come back with a passion of like they didn't have the year that they wanted last year. That I think
1: they're going to be a good team. I think I think you're right. I think they yeah. very well could be. I'm still going to call W.
0: Uh, the next week we got Northern Arizona. I think that's going to be a revenge. Yeah. Game. We,
1: we got some stuff
0: we can do there. So I, I, I think also, so too. Also, they've got a new coach as well. So, right.
1: I thought their coach left. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Northern Colorado. Um, I'm going to this game. Are you really? Well, so it's only like five hours from here. So I went next okay, cool. time. It was so much fun. Like, Grizz fans, because a ton of Grizz fans live in Denver area. Okay, yeah, they all show up for it, and so like we pack the little, the small side of the stadium, <clears throat> and just they sell beer there too. So everybody's just everybody had so much fun last time. So I'm definitely awesome. that game again. That's awesome. Uh, I think that, that that team will be
0: better uh, yeah, than agree. what they were last year. So <clears> I still <throat> think that's going to be a win. Yeah. Um, at Cal Poly, always traveling to the the California kind of. Like is always kind of leery with me.
1: It is, but this but is not the Cal Poly of the triple no. option that we used to struggle with. So. No,
0: no, and they're they're in a definitely a rebuilding year, and uh, I think that's going to take a couple years to do. Yeah, um, so I think that that'd be a win there too. Yep, I agree. <clears throat> uh, UC Davis. This is kind of weird because we've got all the teams that kind of are like. Going through either rebuilding or, yeah. like,
1: coaching changes. Right? Yeah, Davis, coaching change.
0: Yeah, coaching change. Um, so, and we get him in Wagres, so I'm calling W. Yeah. Portland State, um, at home, you know, that could be kind of a, a sleeper game right before the brawl. Um, yeah, but we worry it, about that, level. but Bobby's undefeated before the brawl. Exactly. That's I know, right? W. W, and then the last game, you got the Neighbors yeah, at, in Bozeman.
1: That's going to be the toughest game.
0: That's the toughest game. None of these teams in the last four years have won a, a, a game that has been out there that the home.
1: the home team always have, has won. Right, and we're so. just going to be that team that changes that, so W. So, you're so looking. I've got them undefeated. <laughs> going 12-0. <laughs> Knock on, wood. <laughs> so, yeah, knock on wood. So that could be the case. Now I now if I put my take my maroon glasses off here and do like a worst case. Um lot, other thing I want to say is there's a good chance that we're gonna have one, two, three, four, five ranked games. Yeah, because North yep. Dakota could be ranked, Western Carolina, Eastern could possibly be ranked in that lower top 20 top. You just never know with them. Yeah, sometimes they're in, sometimes they're out. So that's a question. Weaver should be ranked. Yep. Oh, shoot, I forgot. Davis could be ranked in yep. Montana State. So, that's one, yep. two, three, four, five, six, possibly six ranked games. Yep. Which is pretty cool because that helps – we want those games. Elevates exactly. this, you know, in the playoff and the seeding and all that stuff. Yep. You we know, should be ranked high when we come in the season. So, best case, we're 12-0. Worst case – and 10-2? 10-2 or 9-3. and three. Worst case. So – Absolutely, i have gonna say ten and two. Worst case, I, I would say ten. The and games two. I put question marks on are like the Montana State game, Weber at Eastern. Yeah, even Davis. I yeah, I mean, but not really. I don't know. I just don't know what Weber's gonna be, and I don't know what Eastern's gonna be. We know Montana State will be good again next year because they just have a lot of people coming back. and Yep. Yeah, but.
0: Oh, well, you just know, never yeah. know what Davis. Like, they, even that being who, said, who, I
1: mean, who's who's gonna be there? You worst know? case, nine and three. That's still playoffs.
0: It is still you know, playoffs.
1: I mean, yep. so I just I, I I think we have a shot to win the Big Sky again and yep. make it all the way back to the Chipper, especially the way this schedule lays out. So yeah, I, I definitely think so too. Just need to be healthy. So help,
0: yeah. That, and that's that's the thing is 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 if you can make your your season going into the playoffs, and you can get healthy, and you can get home field throughout the playoffs. And you can get a a, a, re, oh, yeah. a weekend of
1: uh break there. It, well, if you're set up, especially for us, the home field. Look what it did for us yeah. this year. I yep. mean, that's just it's huge, it's such a huge advantage. It's part of the reason North Dakota State did so well for so long. They're always playing in Fargo, the Fargo. Yeah yep. um whoever mean again, it's usually one and two. Seeds that make it because of the fact that that home field advantage is such an advantage, especially for us, because Wager is such a special place. Exactly. So, it, but it lays out pretty good. Yep. Now, all that being said, we just found out Cluster McDowell's not going to be around next year. Yeah, that, that just blew up right before we were recording. So this yeah. is a
0: Tuesday night uh, that we're recording. It, it blew up that he is transferring, which... You know, Luke and I—we text each other every day. Like, what do you hear? What do you hear? Yeah. Like, we heard yesterday that he was like, maybe like I thought, right? Reading the text, he was staying.
1: Well, yeah. His first comment was like after the game was like, you know, keep stacking, wait till yeah. next year, and it felt like he was coming back. And then overnight, you know, because only get like we said the five days here they have till Friday yep. for any transfers, it flips. Yeah. Um, so it's just it surprised me. Yeah you know but who knows i mean like we said with nil and other things out there who knows if he has an offer that he can't refuse now that with clifton he's been losing lafayette central arkansas here yep. you know maybe he don't like the cold I don't know. yeah I mean, it sounded like he liked the mountains and thought it was a pretty cool place and you know he's doing some different things with the local kids and but who knows what i mean there's all those things that like we don't see on their side personal reasons that you have yeah. no idea why someone might transfer and stuff. And well, so, and I know it, it, his, his family is, you know, in Texas. Well, He's from Texas. Yeah. So, I mean, so
0: you know, it, that, that, that's gotta be hard too, with, yeah. with being away from
1: family. It, um, and maybe so. wherever he ends up, will shed more light. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's going on. But the one good thing is like I've seen on Twitter and Facebook and everything, everybody's wishing him well. Yeah, and like you know, oh, and they, like, should.
0: Hey, they should. They should. they did amazing.
1: Everybody's like, "Thank you for the year," yeah, because it, it was a fun year watching him play, and like that's why I wear my Battle of the Brawl shirt. I mean, right. I'll continue to wear this. This is cool as heck with the yep. nil thing he did and stuff. And um, we just, I would just want to say thank you to Cliff, Cliffton, exactly. um, for the, such a great year. It was, it was a fun year. Um, cool. you know, I would like I always say, once a Grizz, always a Grizz. Yep. If you just played for one year, unless you go. To uh, the neighbors, then they yeah, that, we you just had to turn coat and go there, then you're done. But, <laughs> uh, um, no, it's it's uh, it was awesome for us to have the opportunity to watch him play for that year. And so, yeah, you know, now that he's gone, you know, what do we got next? Well, we got a yacht coming up, and yep. he has a lot of upside, he does, um, and
0: he looked pretty good in, in the little bit about uh, of what yeah. they were doing in the. Championship game now, they weren't really opening up the playbook, they were kind of being kind of cautious with right. it. But um, I think that
1: you know the stars are aligning that he they think he's the guy. Well, and they're the he hearing that out of Bobby too, like the futures with the and yeah, it looks that way to me. Like, yeah, he looks the part, like he yeah, looks like he has that sixth sense when the guy's coming, he step makes the step, and yep. throws a beautiful ball. And you know, I just it's like okay. You know, and you know how Bobby is. Maybe Clifton was like Bobby's like, all right, no start I mean, every year. He's like, nope, no one has a starting position. Everybody's got to compete again. That's his thing. Yep. Yep. Um, who knows? I, I have more of a feeling like it's possible that Cliff got a Clifton got a deal somewhere. And maybe maybe we're bringing somebody in and yeah, or, or maybe that too. Because we did so. see today that Keaton posted like two different things that we got more firepower coming in, and yep. Um who knows? It's it's hard to say, but I we'll probably find out something um, more in the next few days. Um Yeah, you know, here's another thing that we we have we haven't discussed, but Cole Grossman will be back next year. I know, right? That's going to be huge. And oh he's, my he's gosh! And, man, having a having you know, that having a tight end like that, he's oh. he's like Travis Kelsey out there. You know, it's having that threat. Yeah, and that's, then that having him change, back and not that being oh yeah, yeah. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, 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 and I thought maybe he was
1: going to come back during the playoffs. I was just hoping well, he that put he that could video out of him like training, yeah, like whoa, dude, yeah, you know, he was looking, he was looking good, and so looking good, yeah, you know, the thing about going to, to a national championship and losing, you get that taste, and what happened to us in 2000, mm-hmm. it's yep. like, all right, we got to go back, we got to go back, and so you know. We lost Drew Miller to the graduation and some other really good players like Jimmy Ferris and stuff. And, you know, but then the next year we got John in there, Edwards, we slid yo, and, you know, you put the pieces together. I mean, that's just it. When, when one person either graduates or leaves, next man up, and championship teams will do that and figure out a way. And now that they've had that taste. I just, hopefully, we don't lose too many more. There's a couple more days of transfer period left, but we got some good people coming in and man, I just, I think that we're going to see, uh, we could see another run next year. I just, well, I just, and I just think that, that
0: like you said, that that makes you hungry, right? Does. You, did, you oh, didn't do, do as well like, in the championship game. you got to come back and you're going to be we watching were... film and doing lifting and like, Oh man, we were so close. We were so this, this, It was this. there
1: for the taking and, yep. you, and you didn't get it. So that is the kind of motivation that just motivates you. I mean, like, Oh yeah. Next thing you know, you're in, I mean, there's so many posts I see is like 2024 is here, you know, yeah. and we're ready. And so like, they're going go to go into winter, winter condo and just work even harder. Cause they're like, okay, we were there. Yeah. All right. We got to push ourselves even that much harder to get there. And spring ball. I mean, like they are going to like, it wouldn't surprise yeah. if the whole team stays in the summer to work together. And it's like, being yep. that close to not getting there, it just motivates you more than ever to get back.
0: Yeah. Well, and just the, you know, some of the things that, that happened in that game, right? Eli Gilman, right? Not making that touchdown, but so very close. Yeah. Does that
1: make him pissed off and just wanting to do, do more? Freshman. Um, Freshman right? Eli Gilman. You know, exactly. Like, give him more time in the weight room and more experience. Jeez. I can't. Yeah. He's just, his upside is just, he's just climbing. Yeah. So, uh,
0: you know, and then you got, like, the wide receivers, too. Like, one guy that's not getting the, the push, you got Racinelli.
1: Oh, yeah, so, Sawyer. Yeah. So,
0: you know, and he was in sparingly, um, you know, one of the – kind of areas and we'll do breakdowns guys of all all, all the things is, is probably going to be that defensive line and probably the linebacker core like who steps yeah. up right you don't really worry about the linebackers you just kind no. of think about
1: who's who's Every gonna step year, up think, oh god <laughs> this is this, and then three more guys step up and it's like yeah right, we're linebacker you i forget yeah so uh yeah, it's,
0: it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in this off season. okay sure. so i've got two things for you right okay. all right one thing i would have liked it one thing I would like them to do, and one thing they should have done. Okay. 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 One thing they should have done is they should have opened season tickets today after oh, yeah. after the national championship game. They should have opened those the day after.
1: I agree with you. They totally should have so right. the fact that you said that, you know how many people I heard as we were leaving? I can't I'm up my season tickets yep. as soon as, as soon as I can. I'm up, I'm yep. upping them.
0: Yeah. They should have done it today right yeah. after i should have done, done it on on monday yeah. or the day after like people would have flown um one thing I, I, so that was the thing that they should have done
1: well I, I can't even remember what my last one was crap
0: my brain is gone
1: well here's one thing i know that'll happen next year too especially if we uh Make it back to the national championship. QB club members are gonna go through the roof because you get early access if you're a QB club member to the tickets to the game in the Grizz section and all that. Oh wow! So, um, and like this year they did it too. They're like, oh, you can join right now if you want. We'll take your money. Um, well. The other thing I think we'll see go up too is the whole you know the good old Grizzlies things. Yeah. Um, Brian McLaughlin's working. He's a National Sports Writers helping yep. with that writing pieces. Sammy's putting out uh, content for it too. So it's yep. like, and if you donate to that, the money goes back to the players. And exactly. I'm actually waiting at the moment because we're still waiting for what Hauk was supposed to tell us about what we're supposed to do with either because like they were talking about combining QB Club and uh good old Grizzlies. So if you made a certain amount of donation of that, it would count towards QB Club and you as your your admission uh, or whatever. Admission or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So if I hear about that, we will be sure to tell everybody about that. Exactly. So know how that's gonna work and go down and stuff, but um, that's the other big question too, is Bobby, we all know, you know, well, before, before that, before that, okay. the one I, I finally remembered I what remember I was going to say
0: for a spring game, right? To, to all the people that can't go to the spring game, put the spring game as a pay-per-view, right? A buy, right? It put
1: it on ESPN plus. Okay. Or, or I like and your idea. P- pay-per-view. Yeah. Pay-per-view.
0: So they had to pay for it. All that money goes to the NIL. NIL. That's a smart. Right. So uh, to, to, to boost all that stuff up. I, I'm I'm just thinking about this. Thing. I might got way That's too much. Time on my hand. We, need
1: to, we need to tell uh tell Tabes Col- that, Colson Colson about that. About it. yeah. Colson runs QB Club or, or okay, there you go. Or even better, just tell um well now, Marcus. Well no, There you go. This is what you do. There you go. Go talk to Bobby. <laughs> well, Bobby, they, they can't be a part of it. Like, they can just promote us to NIL. Like, it's, it's, oh, okay. thing works. But, like, they could totally do that somehow. Like, oh, yeah. Gotta be a way. Yeah. So, well, uh, I, the athletic director has to have some, like, there is, there's some tie there. Somebody like, has to have there. some tie in with that. Right? There it is. might not there's be the head kind coach. Of, it's, it's weird, like, the rules on it and stuff. Yeah. So. But, anyways, yeah. when you were getting to the, uh, yeah i was just saying like we still haven't heard i'm sure people were questioning like you know bobby this was the end of his contract so what's going on there um the insider stuff i hear is they're working on it it's close so um i feel i still i've said this all year i feel like bobby bet on himself and was like you know let's just wait let's wait to negotiate until I, i i show you what we can do and yep yeah maybe he's like you know because historically we've always given like coaches like three year contracts, it feels like, yeah, um, you know, two or three years or one year extensions. Maybe he's like, you know what, I want a 10 year contract, you know, that's wow. what I want. I want, you know, if he wants to retire, it's like, look, I, I want to retire in 10 years. Like, I'm just, this is just, yeah, hypothetical. Maybe he's like, yeah. in 10 years, I'll be ready to retire. I want a 10 year contract. What do you say to that? Yeah. Okay. Here you go. I mean, what are you going to say? I say no. (laughs) Everything's up. This is the best season ticket holders we've ever seen. We've seen more QB Club members than ever. Yeah. You know, whenever you when you start going to national championships, I remember in like '90s and 2000s, all of a sudden new buildings start popping up around the freaking campus and stuff. I mean, it's just snowballs everything. Tuition. I mean, attendance for this university goes up. Everything just start winning like that. Everything starts going in the right direction. So, who knows? I'm I'm really interested. And I'm sure we'll hear before signing day. It was my guess on oh, what they really have to start. say before have signing to do day. They have to do it before signing day. Is kind of yeah. what I think you have to do. Yeah. So, but everything tells me that he'll be back because um, he still has to get that monkey off his back. He's got to win
0: a chipper. So, oh man, that would weigh on me if I was a coach like that. And you've been to what this is his fourth one. Fourth, yeah, fourth or fifth. I can't and remember. And he hasn't hasn't done yeah. it. And he's been so close. Like the so close. Villanova one pisses me gone. off still that, that we should have won that one. Yeah. I mean, but, I
1: mean us and GM, you were the two best teams that year.
0: Oh my should've gosh. Oh so. no. that one really pisses me off. <laughs> I still of to this day. Oh my gosh. A lot of <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, uh, you know, going into it, we've got fan questions, but, uh, just want to let the listeners know, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll do some off, off season ones too. We'll do a breakdown of who is coming in with recruits. Yeah. Um, and then who's coming in as transfers as well, because those are two different ones. I think they kind of separate those as well Is that they have, they've already signed their, their freshmen.
1: Yeah. I believe. I think so, I think we're going to see some more transfers come in. There's just, yeah. I mean, all that has to be done before. Um, February something. Yeah. February, February, beginning of February, here, which is first week. Yeah. You to be here before we know it. So exactly.
0: Right. Well, and I, I think that they start what they start uh, winter conditioning here in the next two weeks. Three yeah,
1: weeks? it should be. And in January, it's usually beginning of February, I think, is when they started now. Okay. I, so, thought, it when, I thought it was when they came back from... Well, uh, I think when you go to the chipper, I think they give them a little bit. Okay. I'm not... I, yeah, I would I, hope so. I thought we got a little bit extra. I think, it was, I think it's beginning of February. I know okay. it's still cold out. <laughs> so, yeah. I wonder what, when the... Uh, have you heard any updates on on the uh, practices? Oh, yeah, I haven't heard anything. No. No, when I met my cold out, we always did winter conditioning inside. But yeah. Just driving to Winter Condo, it was always like, "God, it's freaking cold." Yeah, you know exactly. But no, I I know it's supposed to be done. Yeah, like soon. Um, yeah, I haven't heard any updates. So, but we were, we're supposed to have it one hundred percent for next year. Yeah, because so. that's something be so good. And the, and the reason it got held up and having anything to do with the university had everything to do with like city ordinances and permits, permits and stuff like, like that, traffic, permits and like things like that that are just. Yeah. Uh, being in the construction industry, it's there's things like that that happen that no one has control of that just roll projects off at times and yep. push things out, and you don't. Yeah. want Adam, you know, being in real estate too, things exactly. like that happen, and it's just like no one expects it, no one wants it, but yep. okay, now here's the new timeline. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, guys, we, we've got some fan questions here, so we've got two: uh, cool. Matt Debray
0: uh, at Matt Debray. Uh, how much do you think this playoff run helps with recruiting, even, there, even with everything ending on a sour note? As far as I know, like with what Keaton's been doing on, on Twitter, um, we've been getting a whole lot before, and today I think we got yeah. three or four. Um, yeah. And so I think it's going to pay off. Even, I think even
1: that, if you lose the championship, it yeah. helps. Like Yep. It helps to win the whole thing even more, but yep. making it there, that exposure and all that stuff, it's, it's big time. Exactly. I think it helps no matter what, um,
0: e- even the sour note, you know, I kind of want a sour note going into it. Cause then it makes those, the guys kind of want, want it more, right. Hungry for more. Um, it's a whole different beast when you win it and you've got to, you know, get yourself back up. Right. Um, for that and not, not saying that they're going to not be able to get back up for that but uh yeah i totally think that that's going to help us so yeah I uh, agree. our next one our friend southeast ak grizz ak ak grizz uh what a great season it was awesome getting to know more, more folks in grizz nation uh now that the grizz are done what is everyone look looking forward to besides next season myself It's getting my jet boat in the water and doing some steelhead fishing this spring. So, um, yeah, I, I've got to make it through winter (laughs) winter's coming and then, you know, doing some hiking and, uh, just spend some time with family and having some, some time to just kind of just relax with family camping and stuff like that. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, But, man, I I am looking forward to next season.
1: Yeah, I am too. And um, (laughs) So I hung out with him a lot this weekend. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Had a great time. Uh, It's amazing how many people him and I know together and stuff, just your friends. And, like, um, he actually, at one point, we were hanging out by the alumni tailgate. He left to go to a different tailgate. And then my brother found out some friends that they had a tailgate. He's like, I want to see those guys. He went over there. The same tailgate, so <laughs> we hang out some more. Uh, um, they had awesome chili at that tailgate too, by the way. Ooh, uh, but was it, uh, was it rabbit chili? <laughs> I don't know. There was a bunch of stuff in it, and it was fabulous. Like I was like, "This is dang good." Nice, um, but like, I, I feel like I need to go up there to Alaska and go steelhead fishing because that would be awesome. That would be um, hell yeah, that would be so cool. But for me, a jet like, boat, yeah, you count me in. I'm looking forward to, you know, the spring coming and I even do some ice fishing here, but more fishing in the spring. Um, Later on, I'm going to, we're going to go to Yellowstone and Tetons over Memorial Day. That'll be cool. Um, Planning on making a trip to the Bob this summer again to go fishing for uh, bull trout again. So got a lot of stuff on the plate, a lot of outdoor activities and stuff. But the good thing is, is do stuff like that because it keeps your mind off the season because, it seems like right now it's like oh my gosh it's gonna be forever. Come I know, right? First, so but. at least we get the spring, uh, spring yeah. game, spring
0: practice. That'll kind of keep well, us busy a little bit.
1: And I'm sure some of the transfers we get and some of the new signees, you know, even the high school kids, you get a few that will come early to be yep. in practice in the spring. And then you know, with Cliff being gone, it's interesting to see what the QB competition. Maybe exactly. Be. I'll, I'll admit, I thought maybe Vidlock might be one that. Would, you know if anybody would transfer just transfer. because of what happened? But maybe he's he's transferred a lot, like we had talked before, and yeah, maybe he's tired of it. because goes, I want to compete, so um, good on him for want to yeah. compete. And um, I'm just, I, I feel like again, sky's the limit for, for Kaylee Ayat. He just, gosh, he just we, has we it, have right? four years left to him because yep. he saved his red shirt, so this yep. is huge, big time.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of good things happening guys. Uh, we're going to be like holding on to our phones to see what, what happens here, uh, until Friday <laughs> to see who goes and who stays. And, uh, so Friday is going to be that last day. Um, but yeah, all signs lead to that. We're, we're going to be back. We've got a good ne- year going next year. The, the schedule is favorable beyond beyond. Um, and, uh, really some things cooking here in the next couple, couple months. I think that that for the pod are going to be good as well. And uh, content's going to be out there. And I love that uh, McLaughlin is, is kind of pairing with them too, because that just makes even more content out there, guys. Uh, Definitely. If you can go
1: out and support good old Grizzlies and the NIL, you Um, can, you can sign up without even actually paying paying anything. Just sign up. And then, Once you pay stuff, you get more content and more content. Yeah. So um there's all sorts of good stuff there. They just keep yep. growing that. It's gonna be huge. And um I was actually talking to Brian a few times over the last week, and um he was telling me he's like he's got a lot of ideas, and a lot of stuff coming that he really thinks is gonna boost it. So that's cool. Um, excited to see what they're because we're always screwed fans looking for more content. So yep, exactly. Well, uh I actually and, have one more thing. Yes, yes. Right? Um, we finished our FCS. Exactly. Yep. Not the way we wanted. There was a few people that picked SDSU out there. So, um, I've, I threw out the winners on Twitter and on the Montana Grizzly fan, uh, fan page, but I thought I'd throw them out here too. So congratulations to our first place winner with 129 overall points, Sam Whitehead. He is getting the, uh, framed fight song wall hanging. I'll be shipping that out to him. Uh, in second place, we had D. Simmons. Uh, she, she had 123 points and getting the mini football helmet. So I'll be sending that out. And then in third place, uh was actually a Jack yeah. fan. Yep. And uh, Dan was a good guy. He messaged yes. me when he first started. He's like, hey, I'm a Jacks fan. He actually listens to the pot a lot. And I was like, yep. yeah, you can play. Anybody yeah. can play. I just warned him, I was like, the prizes are going to be Grizz prizes. So he took third place, which is a Grizz license plate holder. Um, Dan, being the cool guy, is messaged me today. He's like, "Hey, I just wanted to play for fun because brackets like this make the yeah. season more fun, and you get to watch, exactly. you watch all the games and stuff." So he is donating it to the fourth place person. Oh, that's awesome! Which happens to be my mom. That is that <laughs> is awesome. Eileen Rounds took fourth place at so Dan had 121 points. She finished 120. Oh, that's um, awesome! And she's like. I, I called her and told her that she's like, I just randomly guessed and picked teams. So I was like, I know. Um, that's usually like how I, it works, doesn't it? She picked South Dakota State. And at the time, she was just like, Well, they were just so good. I had to pick them. I was like, No, I get it. You were right. Yeah. I, mean, I wish you weren't, but um, <laughs> most of us picked the Grizz, and that's why we were out. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I could never pick against the Grizz. So that's why I did what I picked too. And next yeah. year, I hope. Well, uh, next year, anyways, we'll do this again. Yeah, you uh, our first annual I will plan on having our second annual bracket challenge next year. And awesome. uh, I'll come up with some cool. Now that I know I want to do this, I'll try to get some figure out some cool prizes, or maybe we can even get some autograph merch or something. That would be cool if we something some like that. Stuff, I'll see yeah. I'll see what we can pull off. Cause this one was like last minute, and so I just had to find some prizes <laughs> online. So I'll see if I can come up with some cooler stuff next year for this. That's that, awesome. Uh, that we could that we could give away. So
0: yeah. Well that's awesome! Well, thanks, Luke, for doing that, guys. Uh, If you uh, can get a hold of Luke, definitely give him a shout out. My, my pleasure. I I had yeah.
1: a fun time doing it because I I like a lot of stuff like that, and it just yeah. it made it fun for me too going through it and then doing the scores. And now that I have everything set up, it's going to be even easier next year because I got spreadsheets and all my stuff created. So, yeah. Well, if if the if the Grizz knock on
0: wood if the Grizz make it to the March Madness, uh, that would be cool too as well. Ooh. Um, yeah that would like to to do that bracket because uh i love some basketball guys basketball is full swing so we'll definitely do some podcasts there as well um women's basketball and uh, the men's basketball so Mm uh definitely in full swing um but you'll get some content from us in the offseason about football as well um as well just keep on getting a hold of us we want to hear from you guys give us that fight on Montana on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, You can find both Luke and I, both on Facebook as well on our Facebook page, our Facebook accounts. Um, But honestly, from, from the, the, my heart. And I know Luke is the same way. We have conversations all the time. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, This year has probably been our best year. And I think that probably goes with the year that we've had. Um, But the amount of people that have increased on, on just listening to us and and giving us a, a shout out and, and and communicating with us, um, it really makes it awesome to do this. You know, we don't do this for money, as uh, Furman people might think, but uh, we don't get paid for this. We do this because we love it. We love, love talking sports, and um, it really is um, awesome to hear from you guys and you guys listening. Um, so Absolutely. we appreciate you
1: yeah appreciate everybody and i was sure feeling the love when i was down at that's awesome all the people and stuff so thank you thank you for yeah. listening to us do this um it's fun I enjoy it, it is well uh all we gotta say is go grizz right heck yeah go grizz